welcome back to the RV Texas Y'all podcast. I'm Stacy. I'm Tom, and we're RV Texas Y'all. We are native Texans and full-time RVers who are all about exploring the great state of Texas and beyond one campground at a time. We're on a mission to experience life, not just live it, and we're bringing you along for the fun. Recording this episode in Elkhart, Indiana, the RV capital of the world. This is episode 29. And as Tom channels his inner wrestling announcer voice, (laughs) we are in Indiana, but we just finished a little over a week in northern Michigan in early May. Were we crazy? Well, this week we're going to talk all about visiting a seasonal destination during the shoulder season. So sit back, relax, and join us as we RV America, y'all. So before we jump into this week's topic, let's talk a little bit about where we are. We are in Elkhart, Indiana. Yeah. And we are back with our friends at Master Tech RV. And if you've been with us for a little while, then you know that when we first bought our 2021 Newmar New Air, one of the, well, the first thing we did after we took delivery at National Indoor RV Center in Louisville, Texas, was drive it up to Elkhart, Indiana, which is basically 30 miles above where it was created in Napanee, Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> and we had a lot of work customizing, uh, customization done to it at Master Tech RV. Yeah, our, our lithium and solar system we had put in, and it's not just your typical lithium. It's a 48-volt lithium system, which maybe one of these days we need to have a podcast about that. Yeah, I mean, we did a podcast with them, with with uh, Austin and Tim back in the day. We could do day, a follow up on that. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be great. Yeah, uh, but they have done other work for us over the years, and this year while we were up there in Napanee visiting uh, Newmar, uh, they mentioned to us, Master Tech uh, mentioned to us that they now are distributors for the new Starlink oh, that you yeah. can get the mobile Starlink. Yeah, the one that. Is installs on the roof, which, of course, we had them custom install it for us on the roof. We're so excited. They're doing it right now, and we just can't wait to see what it's like <laughs> because this is – now, it's not inexpensive by all means, This, but when data is king for us um, – this, I think, is going to take us to a new level. I, We're I'm, really excited. I'm really looking forward yep, to so it. So, well, that, that's another issue. But as you, you know, as you know, if you've been with us for a while, our plans often change. We always do our, we do planning, but we always do it in pencil. And this year we went into it saying we're going to be even more flexible and open-minded toward changing our travel plans this yep. year. And so we were up in, uh, we were 
in Napanee, Indiana. We went up to Hearthside Grove uh, for uh, nine nights up in uh, Petoskey, Michigan. Love, love, love that. We're going to talk more about that here in a second. Uh, but then when we knew the opportunity to get the Starlink installed was upon us, we changed our plans after that so that we could come back down here to Elkhart. Yeah, we even gave up a bucket list location for me and we gave up the ford museum we're gonna do it though we are definitely gonna get to the ford museum that'll be another day that's the nice thing about being full-time RVers is we can change that schedule because we know we're gonna get back exactly and it's always great to see our friends here uh jason and austin and jeff and tim and kat and everybody here at master tech david fantastic folks so always great to see everybody so okay now you know where we are Let's talk a little bit about visiting a traditional seasonal uh, destination in a shoulder season. And I guess first we need to explain what a shoulder season is for those of you who, who maybe haven't heard that term. Yeah. So some destinations, northern Michigan, uh, around Petoskey, Mackinac Island, that type of thing being one of them, are seasonal traditionally, meaning that for 100 plus years, people have been flocking there to visit during the summer which that's a pretty obvious thing for that destination because during the winter they're frozen (laughs) uh literally can be frozen solid Uh, uh, the waters some of the lake michigan and and uh uh, up by mackinac island and all that it's frozen so they you can't even get to them during the during the winter so after it thaws out kind of like right after it thaws out starts the shoulder season Right, and the shoulder season being not the season when nobody visits, right. and it's just locals, but not the season when everybody visits, right. and the population explodes from folks coming into the area. Uh, but in between that, the shoulder season, in this case, May, till about what we understand for a lot of things, it's about mid-June up there before it really kicks in, um, and then about maybe October uh, in the fall, September, right. October. The main season. Uh, with with it really peaking from what we understand in July. Right. And so when we told folks that we were going to squeeze in a trip up to Petoskey, Michigan, which is our first trip to northern Michigan uh, in early May, they thought we were crazy. A lot of people said, you're going when? Are you nuts? Well, and even uh, at first, the people from Hearthside Grove, we talked to them. They said, you realize a lot of things may be closed. Right. Um, But they knew some things would be open because literally less than a week before we got there, it snowed. Yes, it did. (laughs) I mean, it snowed. And and thank goodness it didn't snow while we were there. Um, We arrived on Saturday, May 7th, 2023 uh, in Petoskey, Michigan at Hearthside Grove. Uh, luxury motor coach resort it snowed the previous monday so we Less got there on saturday and it had snowed on monday and it was pretty chilly for some of our stay yeah oh for sure but it wasn't i wouldn't call it cold no uh but it was very chilly and man for us from the south it was cold but <laughs> for most people you know, the we, locals were walking around in t-shirts right, a lot of the time. Right. You know, but for us, it it was cold. But um, at times, there were times though where it was stunning, beautiful weather. Oh I my mean, gosh! We wore 
Uh, I wore shorts and short sleeves many of the days we were there. Right. Um, and and other days we were in our big old coats. You yeah. Know? I mean that that's the uh, kind of the downside to it, I guess, is that you got to prepare for multiple uh, temperatures. You know, you got to be prepared for the cold, cold at night. It was in the 30s. Right. Almost every night it was in the 30s. And when we were there, the highest it got, I think, was, what, 78? Uh, I think that was the warmest day, which I was surprised it got that warm. That was a real warm day. Most of the days were in the 60s. Mm-hmm. That particular, Which we, was beautiful. Yes, uh, absolutely beautiful. We got lucky with the rain, too, because there was very little rain. Yeah, I think we it there. rained on us maybe one day. Um, but it was very much the time of the year that the weather was in flux you yeah. know it was kind of going back and forth between cool and warmish yeah i gotta tell you what was crazy to me is is something growing up in houston texas we we didn't see anything that was a seasonal business um right. and as we got up there we were saying there were still quite a few businesses closed right and then there were quite a few businesses that had just opened. There was um, a whole lot of yes, that. Yes, which blows my mind. You know, we just don't have that in the South. If you're a restaurant, you're open 12 months a year. Right. Um, but up there, of course, if they're, well, one, there's, Petoskey is such an interesting place because people, like you said, have been flocking to there for 140, 150 years you know, late May, early June, they flock to that destination. So some of these businesses are seasonal for that reason, because right. that's when they're going to get a ton of business. So, you know, I'm sure there's some businesses that can be open three to four months out of the entire year, take the rest of the year off. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, and make their income for their whole year. I mean, I, I, you could see that there were businesses like that. There were other businesses where you could tell that it was the winters that keep them closed. Um, what was crazy for us, on May 7th, that happened to be my birthday, we, we, went, um, we went out, we had uh, something to eat, and then we came back, and there was an original Dairy Queen on oh, the yes, road. Oh, yes, there was. Now, this was a Dairy Queen that only serves ice cream. It was like an original Dairy Queen. We're like, oh, my God. We got to stop, but I will tell you, that was the rainy day. That was the day that we get out of the car. It's in the 40s, <laughs> and we're getting ice cream. I mean, I had to get ice cream. Oh, you can't pass up an original Dairy Queen. I mean, no. come on. And it's a seasonal It's a business. walk up. It's not a walk in. No. We had to, on the outside, we had to order our ice cream. We you ate know. it in the truck. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it's, it's cold. We're in coats, and... But, I mean, when, when could you do that? They had just opened their doors, too. We didn't realize for the season. Right. They The week before, they weren't even open. So, we right as we were getting there, they opened up. And, and that's when I first, you know, my eyes opened. It's like, yeah, now I understand the seasonal-type businesses. Right. Um, and that would be one of them. I mean, they're, of course, uh, who's going to be wanting ice cream if it's, you know, 10 <laughs> degrees outside? <laughs> Um, and it might as well have been 10 for us being in the forties. It's, you know, <laughs> that's cold for us, but no, it was wonderful even, even then. And, um, but you, 
the I guess the downside would be, had we gotten there a week earlier, it would have been snowing. Right. And it could have been a little more dangerous getting there. Now, I know, you know, the people from the north are going to go, come on. That would be nothing. That's not the kind of snowfall that's going to give you any problem. We don't know. We've never driven in snow. Um, and, you know, we, we try to avoid that thing. Who knows? One day, I mean, we were up there and we went to a ski lodge, which we had no idea <laughs> that they're skiing in northern Michigan. We heard it's like the best there in are the three ski resorts within just a few minutes of petoskey it was unbelievable i had no idea no this is why you travel though right to discover things that you had no idea existed yeah and i got the itch to stacy i've skied before she's not skied and we went to one of the resorts and and uh went up their ski lift and uh she kind of got the itch so who knows you know, who knows? Maybe we'll do it during the other shoulder season, which would be <laughs> one where there Well, that went, would be more during the season, not the shoulder season. It would be the, the winter the, season. The winter season. Right. But, yeah, yeah. The local season. The local the <laughs> local season. Yeah, not the, not the... But there's still people we know during that season that aren't locals. That's true. We met folks that used to drive from Detroit and other places every weekend to go skiing. That's so, right. That's right. Um, but it... Yeah, I thought it was really cool, though, in our the, the site that we had. Mm-hmm. When we pulled in, remember, the trees were naked. Yes. Almost all of the trees, other than the pine trees, which... <laughs> You know, we're spoiled with it. We love getting out and you can smell the pine in the air. I mean, the fresh air there is phenomenal. So you can smell that. But the other types of trees, they were all naked. But there were a couple of them that we could see some itty-bitty buds on. (laughs) And the time we were there. You should see his face when he says, (laughs) (laughs) itty-bitty. But the time we were there. We got to see those things really start to sprout. And, I mean, before we left, several of those trees had quite a few leaves and everything on them. It was pretty cool to see. I mean, literally in that eight or nine days, whatever it was, we saw those trees come to life. It was amazing. That was really that was really cool. Every day just seeing every day looked a little different. Yeah. You know, because once things have really leafed out, then it's going to be beautiful, I have no doubt. Yeah. But it was still beautiful, but in a different kind of way. And one of the things that we really enjoyed was the fact that every day you could look at the same trees and they looked different from the day before. Yeah, and how about the fact, here's another thing that I thought was cool about coming during this time of the season. Every day in our site, there was a bird feeder in our site. Every day, more and more bird birds started to show up. Yeah, it's true. Just beautiful birds. I mean, and there was this one bird in particular, which we don't ever know for sure what he looked like, but his call was incredible. Yeah. Every day sitting out, we'd hear him. and But then, you know, every day, more and more blue jays started showing up. And then cardinals started showing up. And it was so cool to see all these birds. Now, in Texas, a lot of times we see all these birds 12 months out of the year. Right. But up there, I'm sure they can't. I right. mean, they're they're all just now starting to show up. We even saw, saw a seagull uh, yeah. at, the, at the lake. Yeah, uh, totally unexpected. 
Yeah, it was just one. Right. But he was there. I think you got a picture of him. And, again, these are the things that every day it just, it's like things were waking up and, and the, the trees were getting their leaves. And the other thing that was pretty awesome, they had the first cut of grass of the season yes. while we were there at Harside Grove. And the smell of that fresh cut grass, again, love it, love it, love it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's how it was all around the area. Yeah. You know, when we were in town, um, it was coming to life. The shops were opening, and the, the like you said, the restaurants that are seasonal were, were opening up, and the, the grass, the landscaping was coming to life. And it was like the whole area, the whole region was just waking up right before our eyes, and we got to be a part of that. Yeah. And it was pretty neat. You know, the disadvantage, obviously, is every not everything's open. Right. I mean, there is that. The advantage, though, is the ones that are just opening, man, they're happy to see you. There's not big crowds. So we didn't, we didn't ever wait for a table at a restaurant, and the food there was phenomenal. Yes. I mean, every restaurant we, we, we ate at was phenomenal. The staff was, was great. The service was great. They were happy to see us. And, of course, I mean, their season for a lot of them were just starting, so they were happy Everyone's to have. Everyone's fresh. Yes. They're excited. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, you know, that to me is a big advantage because you know that during the season up there, those restaurants are crowded. Well, so we took a historical tour, a historical guided walking tour of Petoskey, Michigan. And, and we're going to have videos on our entire yes. uh, experience. I think we've got maybe three videos planned we do. Uh, yes. for our time up there. So make sure you check out our YouTube channel. I'll put a link in the show notes so you, you don't miss those. Um, because there's nothing like seeing this stuff, right? For sure. Um, but... But uh, when we took the historical walking tour, it just blew us away that this was such a destination, even back in the 1800s, that when people would arrive here, they had multiple trains coming in during the summer season, the main tourist season. They had multiple trains and steamships arriving every day, and they said... This town of Petoskey had a population of about 6,000 people. It's about what it is even today. Yeah. Um, but at one time in their history, uh, they would have 8,000 people a day coming in there, coming in as visitors. And that is just mind blowing. But yep. they say even now, when you get into the prime summer season, of say in like especially July, everybody talked about July and how popular July is and why it's such a great time to visit. But it's such a great time to visit historically, and it's such a tradition for so many people to spend time up in that region that they say it is just crazy packed. If you want a reservation. Uh, during the month of July, you really have to make it far in advance. And that's another benefit to visiting in the shoulder season, getting reservations, whether that means at a place like Hearthside Grove um, or at a hotel or whatever it looks like for you. It is easier to get reservations closer to the time that you want to arrive than it is during the prime travel season. Yeah, and let's talk easier, easier 
going to Mackinac Island. Oh, wow. So, obviously, if, if, if you haven't heard about Mackinac Island, we're going to have a video on that. And you... And also, just Google it. It's yes. it's an un- unbelievable place. You have to get there by ferry. And we go, and we walk right on. We were first in line when we got there. There was no, the parking lot wasn't full. We got into the parking lot, got over to the thing. It was so easy to do. And, and I can guarantee for sure, even though I've never been there during the season, <laughs> I know that during the season we could not have accomplished that. It would it would have taken us a lot longer for sure to yep. get uh, by ferry over to the island. Right, and in the parking lot and everything, the line. And we didn't have to wait to do anything once we got over to Mackinac. No, not at all. It was. We didn't have to make reservations for lunch at the Grand Hotel or anything. No, I mean it was it was so relaxing and i think that is maybe a big benefit to going during the shoulder season yes maybe not a hundred percent of the things are going to be open but the experience itself was so relaxing yes because there was no hustle and bustle there was no oh my gosh if we want to make this we have to be up at the crack of dawn and be in line first to try to get to it or we can't get reservations to do that until later in the day what are we going to do with our day it was just where do we want to go today and how do we want to spend our day and what time is it oh maybe we should shoot over here and go see that right i mean like i said we really had no lines for anything. Uh, we didn't have to make reservations. So that is a huge plus. Now, granted, we got over to Mackinac, and probably uh, 25 to 30% of the businesses there weren't open yet. Right. We got They, they were painting a lot of them. They were doing, uh, uh, you know, maintenance on some of their shops and everything. The island itself had just opened. Yes, uh, like the weekend before. Right. And right. so it was literally the beginning of them opening up. And, and by that, I mean open to tourists, really. And, and gosh, there was only maybe, what, 12 fudge shops open? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you like fudge, uh, Mackinac Island, Mackinac City, really that entire region yeah. is fudge capital, I think. Yeah, and that's part of the video, too. But it, <laughs> it um, so, yeah, I mean... I liked that it was so much quieter, and I can guarantee you, too, again, even on the island, you get there during the season, it's going to be packed with people. People are going to be everywhere, getting just when you're on the island, getting around. Like, we did a a horse carriage ride all around the island, and they tell you all about the island, and we booked it, no big deal. We booked it, and 30 minutes later, we're on the ride. Right. Well, that's probably tough to do during season. I mean, during the season, I'm sure that thing, you're going to be lucky if you don't have reservations already to go on an island and book that and get on it within two, three, four hours. Right. Because they they run a bunch of them, and they say during the season they run more. Right. They run more, and they have bigger uh Bigger, bigger carriages right. that they use. But that was kind of cool, too, because it made for a more intimate experience. We were literally sitting, Tom and I were literally sitting right next to yeah. the lady who was giving the tour. And she lives on Mackinac Island 12 months out of the year. 
Uh, there's about 500 people, from what we understand, who actually physically live on Mackinac Island year-round. She's one of them, and we got to sit right next to her uh, at the front of the carriage while she was giving the tour. And so that intimate um, environment, I think, of the smaller carriages and the, it just, to me, it added so much, especially as a first-time visit to the area. Now, I would love to go back and visit it during the prime season so we can yes. experience what most people experience in this region. Absolutely. And I it, mean- in its true glory so to speak you know and everything in full bloom and all the shops open and all the museums open and all of that museums is really the biggest thing for us that wasn't open that was a big downfall for us um but the as a first time visit to get a feel for it to kind of get the lay of the lands and and to experience some of it um was just it i really enjoyed being there in a shoulder season so, yeah, it was worth it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we both agree uh, it was worth it, and we. but it gives us the hunger to go back during a regular season, too. Because, right. like Stacey said, it was extremely beautiful now. I yes, mean, when we just saw it. It was. But I can, we can only imagine what it would look like in season. Everything being in bloom, I could guarantee you. And then they'd be mowing that grass every week, <laughs> and you can smell that fresh-cut grass. And they have good grass there. I mean, uh, down in Texas, we have what's called uh, St. Augustine, St. Augustine grass, and it's a weed. And it's <laughs> it, there's really nothing attractive about that grass. But the grasses they have up there, oh, they're so soft. And, I mean... And the pine trees, it it really is a beautiful area. I mean, I can't wait to get back. I think it'll be uh, a lot of fun to see everything going. And it'll be fun to see a lot more people just to see everybody having a good time. And doing it while it's like 77 degrees. Oh, my gosh. They say even during the prime season there, it's, it's in the 70s most of the time. Amazing. Yeah, it's just hard to believe in the middle of summer being in 70 degrees. And, you know, the other thing is I would like to do that, and then I would like to go in the next shoulder season, which is would be, say, October, uh, when things are – the leaves are changing colors, right? You get the fall foliage, and you get a whole different experience, I think, than what we even had. Yeah. So I think there are a lot of benefits to visiting – not just when everybody tells you to go, but yep. also stepping outside of that and uh, seeing it at different times of the year. Yeah, for sure. So there are absolutely some advantages to visiting northern Michigan during the shoulder season, but were we crazy? Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so either. And, you know, there are advantages to going during the season, obviously, but I would absolutely visit a seasonal destination in the shoulder season again because, uh, yeah, we had a fantastic time. Oh, and I love the smaller crowds. Oh, you got to like the smaller crowds. That's for sure. But now next week we are headed to Nashville, Tennessee, home of the Grand Ole Opry, 
and a brand spanking new facility from our friends at National Indoor RV Centers. They've been in the uh, Nashville market now for a couple of years, but they've got a very new facility they're hosting a grand opening celebration for, so we're excited to get down there, see some friends, check out the new facility, and we're going to bring it all to you next week on the podcast because our very good friend and director of sales for NIRVC, Miss Angie Morell, or from YouTube, you know her better as Angie, will be joining us again next week on the podcast, and you know when we get together with Angie, you never know what we're going to talk about. So make sure you come back and we'll talk to you then. Thanks for joining us, y'all. For more on what we talked about this week and to find other episodes, visit the podcast page of rvtexasyall.com. Subscribe to the RV Texas Y'all podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to join us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at RV Texas Y'all. Until next time, safe travels. And happy camping. Bye.